1: hey everyone mad max here from the absolute sports betting degeneracy podcast you know the daily sports betting podcast that covers the nfl nba mlb nhl ufc boxing horse racing soccer and more and we want to recruit you yes you to be part of the dgen community you're probably asking yourself how do i do that well it's simple grab your smartphone go to the app store download the app register for the dgen community and hang out with us and all the other dgens who talk sports betting every single day it's simple right we look forward to having you around and at the end of the day we can all make some money fools
3: absolute sports betting degeneracy hey
0: everybody arch here it is saturday morning which means we're talking about the national football league what's going on sex panther
4: uh yeah we got no max today so rich and i are probably going to give up his 80 percent equally and uh we will actually be able to get to the restaurants or something a little sooner because there's no max but that won't keep us from taking any max cheap shots but uh yeah nfl time
2: ready and raring to go rich it's trickle down talk time trickle down talk time voodoo economics man (laughs) It's going to be a fun, fun, fun day. Looking forward to the NFL tomorrow. All the other sports are kind of winding down, which is uh, which is kind of sad, considering that we had that pause in the middle of the year. But, uh, you know, the NFL will hold us up uh, from here until they all start up again. Yeah, we'll, we'll be talking darts and billiards and, and everything. And cornholing. <laughs>
0: I'll leave you in Panther to that. Um, let's get to it, man. First up, we are looking at Colts going to the bears uh colts opened up looks here like uh minus two and a half they're minus two and a half a pinnacle still or bet 365 has them at minus three panther
4: you know here's here's the interesting thing about no max i i routinely we were talking about this pre-show i actually do less prep work than anybody else on the show max has got these notes he's got this stuff and rich has his formulas and spreadsheets and arch does his little thing and i just show up and make picks and so today i had to actually do some research because there's no max so here's what i'm bringing to the table the bears are plus 31 in the fourth quarter in the first three games they're outscoring their opponent by 31 points in the fourth quarter the problem is they've been a negative 19 in the first three quarters they can't get out of their own way in the first three quarters and then other teams like you know, Atlanta just collapses and gives up big leads. Um, The Colts have been running the ball really well with Jonathan Taylor. I expect a lot more of that to happen to keep Khalil Mack out of the backfield and harassing Phillip Rivers. Um, Another interesting stat, Nick Foles is actually 4-12 against the spread with teams not named Philadelphia. Um, I think the Bears are the true frauds of the NFL. There's no way that this is a, a playoff 3-0 team. Um, Indianapolis is only minus three. I think it's way worse than that. I'm going to bet the Colts.
2: The Colts do have a very good defense. I think they have the number one defense in the league in terms of yards per game. So I don't expect the Bears to be able to, to take uh, Panthers' lead there and go plus 31 against the Colts late in the fourth quarter. They'll be, high, they'll be behind – the Colts own every statistical edge, except the Bears commit more penalties. Uh, I have this game, uh, the Colts winning, but it could be close. So I'm just going to lean the Colts. Yeah, you know,
0: this all stem, goes down to a home field advantage for me. How much love am I giving the Bears at home? And I still have not settled with this 2020 what the home field advantage should be, if it even exists. It's kind of looking like it might not. Um, given, the, given the Bears a little love, I, gotta, I would have to go with the Bears. If I eliminate home field advantage, I'm definitely on the Colts. So I'm going to lean the Bears here and think that there's a little bit of magic in Soldier Field. Maybe, maybe, not, maybe not enough to cover this game, but close. And how much of that fourth quarter Bears numbers comes specifically from playing the, the, uh, Detroit? That's what I want to know.
4: Well, and Atlanta. I mean, they, oh, they yeah. scored like twenty one points last week. Well, they kind of pl-
0: when they play normal NFL teams, we'll see what happens.
2: In the <laughs> yeah, right. Well, they play what Atlanta. They play the Giants, and they've played the Lions. And what does it say oh, when the Lions are the best of the three? Mm.
4: Well, that, yep. That's the other thing about the Colts too. I mean, you know, the combined record both both teams, their opponents' records are one and eight. So there's, there's a little proving ground for both these teams.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a strength of schedule so bad he could be playing in baltimore (laughs) nothing okay all right moving on the total in that one is open to 44 it's
4: 43 um you would you would fully expect this to be a very defensive game a very offensively challenged game i expect the colts to run the ball a lot i expect the bears to just kind of move the ball and kick field goals but look this whole season i'm I tell you, unless the numbers are just outrageous, I'm just going to be taking the overs because these games are going overs. There really hasn't been anything resembling defense, and 43 is a really low number. You've only got to be at 23 to 20 to cover what Vegas has given us, and I think they can get over that. So I'll lean the over.
2: I think with the Indianapolis Colts defense and the sort of game that Panther expects that the Colts are going to actually try to run the ball to keep the Bears out of the backfield and you know, to stop Philip Rivers from throwing uh, important interceptions. I have the game slightly under, so I'm leaning the under. Let's see. I've got it.
0: It's it's really close. Panthers on the or the over, excuse me. Rich is on the I'm going to lean the under just slightly. I think it's, yeah, it does worry me. Panther, you're right. Defenses, is, we, we talked about that like week one, week two. Defenses look gassed. I think offenses are being a little more aggressive too. I'm seeing more teams go for it on fourth down than I can recall ever.
4: Look, if the Broncos and the Jets can get over 60. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. think that might be peak over though right there. Yeah, or that might be. <laughs>
0: All right. Next up, we got New Orleans going to Detroit. the The Saints opened up minus three and a half. They're minus three now, so maybe people are are, you know kind of trending more towards Detroit or Panther.
4: Well, so some news came out. Michael Thomas will not suit up, so that can have that definitely can have some impact. There was expectation he practiced. He was limited Wednesday and Thursday, but they made the determination yesterday. Michael Thomas will not play, which just means it's Alvin Alvin Kamara left, Alvin Kamara right, Alvin Kamara up the middle. Alvin Kamara is going to die of usage because Drew Brees doesn't throw it to anybody else. Um, that that's another healthy Latavius Murray play because what essentially what they've done is put Kamara as a wide out and using Murray as the running back. Um so that it shows me a, so little faith in their other wide receivers and this has severely impacted the Saints ability to move the ball. Um interestingly enough, New Orleans is twenty four and nine against the spread since twenty sixteen and they're twelve and four as road favorites in that same time frame. So I do like the saints a lot better here. The lions just, even though they got that win against the Cardinals, I think that's a more of an indictment on Arizona than a, Hey, way to go Detroit. I just don't, they're, they're still trucking Adrian Peterson out there. And the dude, I think I graduated high school with him. Like no joke. Um, Stafford's doing everything he can, but he can't keep his receivers healthy. If they don't know what they're doing with the running back situation. Like I just, I don't like this Detroit team at all. So I'm I'm gonna bat another one here. I'm gonna take the New Orleans Saints.
0: Never met a road favorite you
2: didn't like. See? <laughs> well, yeah, it seems like it's tough to kind of lay off of them sometimes, but uh I'm not laying off it either. I'm taking the New Orleans Saints, despite the fact that I'm gonna you know Matthew Stafford is the better quarterback in twenty twenty than uh, Drew Brees, which is kinda of almost blasphemous to say, but it's, uh, it's true so far. I think the Saints defense will be able to limit Adrian Peterson. He won't run for 4.9 yards per carry. <laughs> and it's going to be the Kamara show. So if it's a battle between running backs, Kamara and Peterson, I'm going to take Kamara. So I'm betting the Saints.
0: I'm going to lean Detroit in this one. Uh, I still have 2019 pretty fresh in my memory. The one team that continually fucked me over was Detroit. So I'm going to lean Detroit on this one plus the points.
4: Uh, but I had no confidence to bet this one. Isn't that gambler's fallacy? Like you're not supposed to be chasing your losses here, man. I'm leaning. You, oh, okay, you can,
0: I, I get kicked in the dick enough times. <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not going to do it anymore, <laughs> which makes me different than every other table gambler out there. So let's see the total in this one opened up at 55. It's trending down 54 now.
4: Uh, yeah, I, I, it's probably right on the right on the nose, but your high twenties, low thirties, I think is very doable for both these teams. Neither one of them been playing exceptional defense at all, so uh, I'll, I'll lean me over here.
2: Yeah, defense hasn't really been the key for either team. I have this game going considerably over. Really? So I, yeah, I have them scoring combining for sixty. So mm. I'm going to bet though. I'm
0: shading more towards the under. It's just a, a lean. Are you betting the over or are you leaning? I know we, we have a problem where we don't catch what Rich is actually, if he's betting it or leaning the total. What are you doing? I, am, I am, said the
2: bet word. I he am said. betting. With a B, with a capital B. Just all caps. I'm like an angry tweeter. I'm betting. All right.
0: Go. <laughs> I'm going to shade the under here. Uh, yeah, I got it just slightly under that 54. All right. Moving on. We're just zipping through these the road favorite Arizona Cardinals traveled to Carolina, Arizona opened up minus, uh, you know, four, they're three and a half or three now, depending on your book.
4: Yeah. Arizona. I, I kind of expected them to be three and oh, but they uh, tripped up at home against those aforementioned Detroit lions. Uh, really shocked me there. But, um, The thing here that I keep looking out for is Kyler Murray and his just laser-like focus on DeAndre Hopkins. He's got to start looking other. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald had one catch last week. Um, He's got to start looking at the other receivers or he's going to have more of those three interception games. It's it's just his one downfall. I, I like this kid a lot. He's athletic. Um, he's good, accurate downf- downfield passer, but he's got to get off Hopkins. Um, Hopkins is getting like seventy five percent of the targets. It's it's absolutely insane. Um, the Panthers on the other side are averaging less than ninety nine yards rushing per game, and they're going to be without um, McCaffrey again. So. Uh, I expect Bridgewater to throw and throw a lot. Uh, Both Arizona safeties will not start. So they're going with their backups um, at the safety position on both sides. So I I suspect Bridgewater could have a really good day. But, um, yeah, as road favorites, it's only three points. It's probably right there. As much as I try to dismiss Carolina, they've been really, really competitive. But I'm going to, oh, my God, I'm going to bet a third road favorite. What the hell?
2: <laughs> Give me those Cardinals. And yeah, man. Well, you never know. He, he comes uh, unprepared and he, he he leaves with the W, so that's that's all you're in the game for, right? You're in the game to win. The uh Carolina has done I think a very surprising in, in considering rule, you know, what he was doing in college when he was running up scores and big plays in in, in the offense so far has been a little bit more what I would consider traditional. And that they try to control the clock. They try to keep the, you know, efficient passing. And Carolina's done a pretty good job at that. The Cardinals have had kind of a hard time getting, um, getting, converting third downs. So I think this is a game that will stay close from beginning to end with the Panthers probably controlling the clock. And I'm going to lean with the lean Carolina Panthers.
0: Yeah, maybe I don't learn from my mistakes. Maybe I, I, maybe I am unteachable. I'm going to bet the Carolina Panthers plus the four. They've burned me once, maybe twice. I have to look back and see. I know they've burned me a couple times. Yeah, I got to do it. Plus four? Yeah, give me the gimme Carolina. Mm, 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 mm. Not happy. <laughs> uh, total open at 51. 52 now at pinnacle. 51 and a half pretty much everywhere else
4: i think this is a relatively easy overplay i expect a lot of scoring not a lot of defense particularly like i said with the cardinals missing both their safeties um no matter what arizona does i think carolina can easily match it so uh yeah i like the over
2: i am slightly under in this game i expect Carolina's going to try to control the ball keep uh Kyler Murray off the field, unless they, you know they, they, he gets tunnel vision again, and they kind of want him on the field so they can get some interceptions and get the ball back. But I expect a more lower scoring game, so I'm going to bet. I'm, I'm going to lean the under. It's right on the nose, man. Right on that nose.
0: I've got it going like you know 52 itself. So ugh, can I uh, maybe I'll bet the push? I don't know. I'll shade the over just ever so slightly, but uh, yeah, do don't, don't, don't blame me. <laughs> Arizona, I'm looking here at their success rate, their uh, play success rate. Man, they're right at average. Carolina is slightly above average as far as uh, you know, their early down play success rate. So I like what they're doing. Boy, howdy. If they had a little, just a little bit more talent, this could be a real team. All right. Jacksonville, Cincinnati next up. Cincinnati opened up minus three and a half. They're minus two and a half now.
4: Oh, your favorite two and a half. Can't wait to see what your thoughts are on that. But um, look, my, I feel like I've turned into a Cincinnati Homer uh, in in almost every sport, but the, the Bengals, their, their problem is that offensive line. Joe Burrow is, is making the most out of everything he possibly can, but he can't throw the ball down the field because he can't set his feet for longer than one and a half seconds. Burrow has the most completions by any player in the history of the NFL in his first three games, 91 completions. Um, but he also leads the NFL in quarterback sacks. He's been sacked 14 times already in the first three games. But Minshew's not better. You know, he's been sacked 10 times. So 24 sacks combined between Burrow and Minshew um, there. If if you're playing daily fantasy, these two defenses can probably put up some sacks because the offensive lines are absolutely horrid. Uh, Jacksonville's 14 and six and one against the spread when they've had six plus days rest. They didn't play since last Thursday. They had that Thursday night game. So they come in well rested. Um, but look, The Bengals just keep inching closer to that victory. They got the tie last week. I think they do it this week. I'm going to bet my home, Homer team, give me my Bengals.
2: The Homer versus the mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that Jacksonville is probably a little bit better than uh, Cincinnati is right now. Cincinnati is just a year removed from being able to select Joe Burrow. The kid's definitely going to be a star. He says all the right things. He's getting sacked. He doesn't blame it on the offensive line. He takes the blame for it and says it's not my job to get sacked. It's my job to get rid of the ball. I've got to make plays. That's what I get paid to do. The kid is awesome. I think they're going to be close in, in a lot of games, but just not have the punch that they need at the end to win. So I am going to lean Jacksonville here. More quarterbacks should say that because
0: uh, you know, the, 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 most of the time, I'm going to say this, most of the time you're sacked, it's the quarterback's fault. He didn't recognize the blitz. He didn't recognize something. He held the ball too long. It's almost always the quarterback's fault. I know everybody likes to shit on the offensive line. They can only do so much. <laughs> it's just, yeah, the quarterback has to be aware enough to see what's happening and get rid of the goddamn ball. So I like that he says that. But uh, I'm going to lean Jacksonville here. At the three and a half, I probably would have grabbed a piece of them. Two and a half, it's razor thin. I couldn't pick a side. So just a lean for Jacksonville. The total in this one really, really moved. 44 and a half is where it opened. It's 49 now.
4: Um, That's interesting. That's a, that's a huge yeah. shift. You don't see that in the NFL very often. Not really. So uh, get rid of the three, put us at 46, 23. See, you got to be at like 27 to 23. Somewhere thereabouts, 27-24, I think, I think both teams will move the ball. There's not, you're not seeing exceptional defense. Like I said, the, the sacks will come in because of the ineptitude of both offensive lines, um, but I think some points will be scored. I like the over here.
2: I'm like literally right on the number. Mm-hmm. I have both teams basically scoring 24 points. <laughs> so, and then they'll go to overtime and tie again. How about that? Two weeks in a <laughs> row. And then and Donovan McNabb can tweet out, I didn't know they can tie in football. <laughs> um, I, so I'm slightly, ever so slightly leaning the under.
0: Yeah. I was over the 44 and a half. I'm under the 49. So I think it's right, right in that range. All right. Next up, we've got Cleveland going to Dallas. Dallas looks like four and a half is where they opened and where they're at.
4: This will be interesting because I know this, this is Rich's homer team. So we'll see uh, if he likes any of the stats. This preparation throws me off. Usually I'm just off the cuff. <laughs> we'll see if he likes any of these stats. Dallas has held the lead in the first three games for a grand total of 13 minutes and 27 seconds. <laughs> In three games. Um, but here's the thing. Dallas is – I would not have ever suspected this stat. Dallas is running a play every 19.8 seconds. Part of that's by design, going quick tempo. Part of that's because they're behind and they're chasing Seattle and trying to catch up. Um, but they're running the ball a lot or you know, running a lot of plays. They're getting a lot of action. It's kind of tiring out their defense, which is also why maybe they're giving up so many points. Um, Amari Cooper, talk about steady Eddie. He's the only player, only receiver in the league that has got six catches and 80 yards or more in the first three weeks. So very dependable Amari Cooper. We know CD lamb is the explosive guy. Look for him to break out today. He's going against his, uh, former quarterback Baker Mayfield is on the field. And look, if they're going to, if the Browns are going to continue to be successful, it's going to be because Baker Mayfield's not throwing the ball. They're going to keep running Nick Chubb. They're going to keep running Kareem Hunt, and they're going to try and keep Mayfield's exposure limited. That success on the ground should also limit Dallas's ability to run up and down the field um, and, and have so many plays. I, but I like Dallas for the win, particularly because they're at home, but I think Cleveland can cover. This will be my first lean of the day, but I'm going to lean the Cleveland Browns.
2: Hmm. Cowboys have led up, I think, almost 100 points in three games. I think the total is something like 97. And you want to blame all that on the defense, but the offense has put the defense in a bad spot a couple of times. So, in three games, the Cowboys turnovers. I think they have six turnovers, or some of those have led to something like 31 points for the other team. So if you subtract out those 31 points, and the offense can hang onto the ball, they could probably be three and zero. But considering the Atlanta game, they could also be zero and three. I have to imagine that they're working on hanging onto the ball in practice this week. I don't think Cleveland has the kind of defense that's going to force a lot of turnovers. Um, but that doesn't mean that they can't figure out how to turn the ball over themselves. I'm going to bet the Cowboys because I expect that they're not going to be so careless with the ball this week. They should be able to put up points on Cleveland and and win by a touchdown. So I'm betting the Dallas Cowboys.
0: I'm in the same boat here. I think Dallas wins and covers the four and a half. I don't like the number. It kind of makes me a little worried. Uh, the Dallas wins by a field goal, but yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bet. The Dallas Cowboys again, McCarthy, you son of a bitch, you did it to me again. um the total in this one opened at fifty six it is fifty six now, although some book trended down to fifty five and a half
4: um yeah, you know I was going to touch on real quick uh Dallas is oh and three against the spread. The, in the first three weeks, the last time they did, they were zero and three. In the first three weeks, was nineteen eighty nine, and they went one and fifteen against the spread that year. <laughs> <laughs> Not connected or anything, but um, this I think there's gonna be a lot of offense here. Uh, I, I fully expect this to be over, um, and especially if Cleveland falls behind and Mayfield has to throw the ball, um, might be some big plays. More than likely, there's probably a pick six or something involved. So I, I like the over.
2: You know, Odell Beckham always seems to have some big plays against the Cowboys. Their their problem hasn't really been stopping the run. Maybe because nobody's been running on them because you can just pretty much throw the ball and expect a, a, a completion in a play. Uh, I think this game is going to score some points too. I'm only leaning the over. I'm real close to betting the over. I, I would need it to trend down maybe about another point for me to be on the over. But I'm just leaning the over. Panther,
0: your path to your path for the game was that Cleveland slows the pace down and really grinds it out to keep the Dallas offense off the field. You don't think that's really going to happen?
4: I think that even if they slow the pace down, Dallas won't. So it's, they're still going to get their touches. And I, I fully expect Cleveland to not be successful every time. Their their attempt to slow it down still will end up in a, in a handful of three and outs. Um, so, yeah, I, I still think there's a lot of points scored here.
0: Yeah. Um, Fuck. I'm going to take the under here. I I think your path is probably right. I think Cleveland needs to chew as much clock as they possibly can. That's got to be their game plan. So I'm going to go with the under here. All right. Next up, we've got Minnesota going to Houston. Vikings uh, opened up plus four. They're plus three and a half now.
4: This is actually one of the games I'm looking forward to because these are not really too... Oh, and three teams and Houston has got easily the worst possible schedule. The NFL could possibly put together for anybody. Um, so they finally get a little bit of leeway here with a Minnesota team that just cannot get out of their own way, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, Deshaun Watson has been sacked 13 times in his first three games, one behind Joe Burrow. Um, and, but here's the other thing. Houston's defense is allowing 5.2 yards per rush. Hello, Dalvin Cook. I look for Cook to have a heyday. I look for Cook to go off. Um, I I look for Minnesota to go off and finally rebound. Um, they can score. Minnesota has no problem scoring at all. But God, that defense has been just just probably the worst defense in the league. And that's that's tough to say because there's been some pretty bad defenses this year. Um, but the Vikings are just cannot get out of their own way. Um, I, I, I want to watch this game. I'm hoping I, I get it. But Houston minus four, I, I'm going to to lean Minnesota, right? Because it would have been three, I think maybe a push uh, or, or maybe Houston. But that extra point, I, I like Minnesota, but only in a lead
2: that trade for david johnson's working out really well for houston the um they're the the worst team in the league i think running the ball right now or i think they're ranked 29th at something like 3.7 yards per carry so they're they're not really effectively running the ball and they took away uh, uh, the number one target for deshaun and he's not quite comfortable throwing the ball to anybody else it seems And one thing that kind of scares me off, it doesn't scare me off, it worries me a little bit about Minnesota is they're they're the other team that kind of got COVID quarantined, and they weren't uh, allowed to get back to practice till yesterday. So it's kind of like a short, long week for them. Mm. So I do think that they'll probably rely more on the, um, the run game, especially since Dalvin Cook should be able to light it up. Hope so. He's on my fantasy team. I think Minnesota has been the better team between the two bad teams here. So I am going to bet the Vikings. Mm. I, I don't
0: like this game at all. I can't get to either side. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean Minnesota with the, with the points, but, man, I don't like this, I don't like this one at all.
2: Uh, let's see. The t- What's the money line number there? What's the money line number? I don't know. Let's find out. Because I, I think that uh, there's a chance that Minnesota wins this game outright. Plus 162. Yeah, Down I from think, 180. I mean, that's no surprise. That's no surprise. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to bet Minnesota on the money line. Oh wow! Okay, I'm going to I'm going to just t- take it's over that. Value. that. I don't I'm hate that. take over that trademark. That's that's that belongs to me now, Panther. The money line mafia. It's true. It's Rich's money line mafia. The Godfather.
4: Yeah, look, I like that. I I don't hate that play. And and for somebody who's so anti, Bill O'Brien got him at the top of the uh, fire coaches list. Um, look, they lose this game, I, I think that noise starts to get a lot louder.
0: Um, I've changed my stance on that. It's Adam Gase. No, no, I want Bill O'Brien oh. to stay the Houston coach and general manager forever
2: forever. <laughs> yeah.
0: I want, I don't, I just want, I don't want any talent being surrounded. I don't want anybody talented coaching Deshaun Watson anymore. Just like I want John Elway to always remain the Denver Broncos GM until I die. Like just let's just forever. If you're in the AFC, I want you guys to keep where you got Adam Gase, keep Adam Gase too. Um, the total in this one open up 51 and a half, right? Uh, yeah. And it's 53 and a half now.
4: Oh, look, I don't bet a lot of totals, but this is a bet. Um, This thing's going over. Neither one of these defenses have done anything to stop an opposing offense. I think the Vikings games have gone over 60 each of the first three weeks easily. So, uh, yeah, I I bet the over.
2: I have it right on a push. So... I'm just gonna slightly lean the over I mean I haven't scoring exactly fifty four so i'm not gonna'm not gonna take either side with my money. I'm just gonna lean I'm gonna lean the under. I think that
0: th- th- their incompetence will show out. One of the teams is just gonna look like shit. I don't know which one one of them will ah, boy, howdy, the totals really yeah, when is Vegas gonna actually adjust the totals to reflect reality they maybe they're a little higher a little bit, but no. I don't know. They're, they're a little hesitant to pull the trigger and actually
4: start setting lines, which tells me I'll that tell you, if you were betting me over like the first three weeks, you were making a fortune because these games all like, like I said, 80% of these games are going over.
0: Wasn't it like nine and seven last week? I mean, it wasn't huge.
2: No, it was like nine and seven last week, but yeah. I think the uh, the average game is like right around 52 points. Yeah, yeah. So you got a couple of those games where they're you know scoring over sixty that skews that number up a little bit. Just a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, we have a Thursday night game with 49. And we saw how that fucking went. <laughs> <So>. mm-hmm. 65. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Seattle, Miami. Next up. Uh, here you go, Panther. Another road favorite for you. Seahawks open up minus six and a half. You can catch them at minus six or five and a half now.
4: Boy, that feels like a trap. Man, that does that ever feel like a trap? Um, you know, interestingly enough, in the last three years, Seattle is seven one and one against the spread in one o'clock games. So, West Coast team traveling all the way to the East Coast typically does not have success. It, the, the whole time zone thing—it's like ten in the morning for them—and Seattle is winning against the spread seven out of nine games. Um, that. I like the Seahawks a lot. I mean, I like them a lot. Russell Wilson is just gone mad. 14 touchdowns in his first three games. Um, Chris Carson's questionable. And if he's out, I think Russell Wilson throws a lot because I don't think much of Frank Gore at all. Um,
1: Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, d Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today.
3: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? like in 2000
4: against the Buckeyes and like when they first started the BCS, (laughs) like the dude's been around forever. Like no joke. Um, But you got Lockett and Metcalf, you know, in his second season, Metcalf is having a phenomenal year. Both these guys are top six fantasy wide receivers right now. Um, So with Russell Wilson chucking the ball all over the place uh, at at a uh, almost 80% clip. I mean, think about that. He's 79 of 103 with 14 touchdowns. I, I just don't know how you bet against the Seahawks here. So it feels like a trap. That line moving really scares me. But I'll stare that death in the face and take Seattle. It's a bet.
2: Yeah, I feel like you are staring a trap in the face because the Seattle passing defense is one of the worst in the league and the beard is just going to throw the ball all over the field. There'll be some turnovers. You know, the Seattle defense is happy that they're limiting opponents to about 75 yards rushing per game, which is about what Miami gets. Um, But that's because teams aren't running on them. I expect they're going to see a lot of Fitzpatrick. Uh, You're going to see a lot of points. And I think the game is going to come down to the very end. Who has the ball last? So I'm going to lean the dolphins. Hmm. Lean the Dolphins. Seattle may not have played
0: a defense as good as Miami's either. Honest to God, so far this season. I think I think this is a real, real problem for uh for Seattle. I'm gonna bet the Dolphins plus the six. Oh, let's see here. Yeah, wow, look at that. I don't know that they have played a defense. Uh I'm looking at their defensive rankings. I Miami is probably the stoutest defense they faced. This is gonna be interesting. Uh, the total in this one opened at 54. It is 54 now, right? Let's see. Yep. 54 is your number.
4: Um, You could have made it 64. I I, I feel like this is going to be a shootout. Um, Russell Wilson has not been stopped. And if Miami is going to keep it close or potentially
2: win this game, they're going to have to throw the ball. So, yeah, I, I like the over a lot. They are going to throw the ball, and they're going to throw the ball a lot. And here's the thing, despite Seattle's – Incredible offensive start. Russell Cooking, the better red zone team so far has been the Miami Dolphins. Um, They're better at executing, uh, getting those points from the field goal kicker as well. So I am going to bet the over. Yeah, I like a lot too. Let's do it. Kiss of death on the over. over. (laughs) Yeah. I like it.
0: I don't have it as much as you guys do, but it isn't over nonetheless. I mean, Here we go. Watch this. This is going to be the first seven to nothing game. Right. (laughs) All right. We got the Chargers going to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay opened up (laughs) minus seven and a half. They're minus seven or six and a half.
4: Um, Yeah, this is going to be a fun game. Uh, Justin Herbert is the third quarterback in history to throw for 300 plus yards in his first two games. And I think he can do it again today. Tampa Bay's defense has uh, given up chunks of yards um, in the air. (laughs) You know, the big thing is always going to be Tom Brady. Everything's going to be Tom Brady, Tom Brady, uh, until they start really clicking and, and doing what Tom Brady likes to do. And right now, without that running game establishing itself, It puts a lot of pressure on Brady, and he hasn't really come through. He is on eight straight games, even going back to to New England. He's eight straight games where he's thrown for less than three hundred yards. Got all the weapons. He's got depth at running back. He's got his homeboy Gronkowski, but the Buccaneers just haven't been that explosive offense. That I think they're supposed to be, that everybody expects them to be. The Chargers bring somewhat of a formidable defense. They they will give up chunks, but they've got playmakers. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, I mean, Austin Eckler is kind of like your discount version of Christian McCaffrey, but this guy is the real deal. He carries the ball, he catches the ball, he's dangerous every time he touches the ball. Uh, I'm a big Austin Eckler fan. Um, Herbert's getting the ball to Keenan Allen. He's got 24 catches in the first three games. So I think this game is probably a little closer than that seven points. Um, I like Tampa for the win, but I'm going to lean the chargers to keep it close.
2: This is a game of injuries. Yeah, Brady on paper has a lot of weapons, but I don't know what kind of weapon Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette have proven to be. And then you got uh, Godwin's probably going to miss the game again with a bad, with a bad hammy. And on the other side of the ball, the chargers have some key defensive players that are going to be out. So I, this could be a, just a game of attrition, whichever team has players left on the field when, when, it, when it's over, I think Tampa Bay does win this game, but I don't think they cover. I'm going to lean the chargers.
0: Yeah. I got to lean the chargers here too. I, it, it it looks like the chargers should cover but i'm a little i'm a little leery i'm a little leery um i know the chargers i've seen the chargers chargers are friends of mine <laughs> i know how bad they can you know they can screw the pooch so it's just a lean for me on the chargers And this one's interesting it opened at 45 and then it went the other way it's, it's 43 now at pinnacle 42 and a half almost everywhere
4: else that's disrespectful, honestly. I mean, that that puts like twenty four to seven. You got to get over twenty four to seventeen. Um, I don't think either defense is that formidable, uh, and I get that we got some injured players, and the Buccaneers don't know what they're doing with the running back situation. But I believe both these teams can combine to get over that. So I, I like the over here.
2: Yeah, I like the over as well, even though the defenses are um, the. Uh... I think because the Chargers' defense is going to be dinged by some key players that they will give up some points. I can see um, Brady getting to 24, and I can see the Chargers getting to 20. That puts the game over. I think that's about the minimum I see the score being. So I'm with Panther. I'm going to bet the over.
0: I have it going over, too, suspiciously high. Something smells. Something really smells. I, I, I find it hard to believe that, you know. I'm that far removed from where the total is. So, there you go. I got it going over by a touchdown at least. So, this is going to be a massive underplay. <laughs> All right. So, we got uh Pittsburgh Tennessee. Oh no, we don't. <laughs> we'll skip that one. Uh Baltimore looking for some revenge and they they've got their sights on the Reds. Oh, they got their sights on the Washington Football Club. This one opened up minus 13. It dipped down to 12.5. It's now 14.5. Now,
4: uh, you know, after their performance against Kansas City, I pretty much said it didn't even matter. I didn't even look ahead. I just felt sorry for whoever was going to play the Ravens next. The, the, that was the Ravens have lost four games in the Lamar Jackson era, three of them to the Chiefs. There's, there's a matchup problem. Everybody else gets their asses kicked. This I'm not taking anything away from Baltimore. They still are the real deal. They're still legitimate contenders. They just have a Kansas City problem. And now the potato skins have a Baltimore problem. Washington gives up 143 rushing yards per game, second worst in the NFL going all the way back to 2019. So we're not talking just a small sample size this year. We're talking 19 games. Washington gives up a shit ton of yards on the ground. Baltimore loves to run the ball, which is kind of what their Achilles heel was against Kansas city. They got away from it. And I fully expect them to come back and assert their dominance against a porous run defense with the Redskins. Um, not only will Ingram and Dobbins have their touches, but Lamar Jackson, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes for over a hundred yards um, and rushing on top of his passing. So, I, you know, Baltimore's 36 and 0 as a double digit favorite. They're the only team ever to go undefeated as a double digit favorite. They're going 37 and 0 because 14, 14 and a half, whatever number you come up with, is not enough. This is a blowout. I'll bet the Ravens.
2: Yeah, I think they're going to run the ball a lot more. They kind of got away from it against the Chiefs. And that's because the game got kind of away from them as well. And they were kind of forced to pass, but they were averaging seven and a half yards per carry Panther pointed out that Washington cannot stop the run. So I'd expect to see Dobbins and Mark Ingram have a good day, which should be well for good for your fantasy team right there, Panther with uh, Ingram on your squad. And, I don't like Ingram. Oh, you don't. I thought you did before <clears throat> CTE 54, just chalk it up to that. <laughs> I think you're going to see, um, Uh, a a big game out of Baltimore as well. They're going to win at just 14 points. I'm worried about them being up by 20 with a little bit of time to go. And Haskins finds a way to get down the field and get that cheap touchdown. You know, we talked about Kansas city problem. It's just really a speed problem. And one thing that I don't see Redskins having, I'm sorry, the Washington football team having (laughs) is speed. So I am going to lean Baltimore. I would say that we need like
0: a jar, you know, like our old swear jar. We need a red skin jar. Every time you say the R word, you got to cough a buck in there. But I've given so much to Indian casinos. I feel like I've already done my part. I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, I'm going to bet the Washington football club. 14 and a half is too many. There's still a national football team, a national football league team. 14 and a half. Yeah, I love that hook. I love that hook. So give me a piece of the, of the Washington team plus the points. Uh, this one opened up at forty-seven, correct? Yes, forty-seven. Downshifted to forty-five.
4: Uh, it's over. Not, not only is it over, I wouldn't be surprised if Baltimore goes over all by themselves. <laughs> I, 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 this is—I'm this is, telling you—I think this is. If you have this game as your main game, CBS or Fox or whoever has it will switch over to another game because this thing will be over by the halftime.
2: I'm in agreement with Panther that I, I Baltimore could threaten that over by themselves as well. So if you get anything, if you get the backdoor cover out of Washington, the game's going over. Uh, I'm, I'm betting the over here too. Yeah, me too. I like the over as well. I've got this going over
0: pretty significantly. So fuck yeah, let's do it. Kiss of death on the over.
2: Is that a trifecta of overkiss of depth? Three
0: in a row. Three overs in a row. Yep. Wow. So this is going to be uh, the week
2: where it it goes uh, under, 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 under. Oh, you know it.
0: You know it's coming. Yeah. And I'm not so sure you can blame Kansas City, uh, you know, putting a lead up on Baltimore for them to abandoning the run. I just think, yeah, it still baffles me they gave up on the run so quickly. Seven yards of carry. Why would you stop? Right. It's because it's because uh, you know uh, it's because Mahomes and Reed live in their heads, just live there. They're already they're playing the game panicked from the jump. I swear, we saw it last year too. They're they're really they're really just stretching themselves way too thin, and you know against the Chiefs last season. It's just I don't know why, but they just live rent free there. All right, we got Giants and Rams coming up here. Rams opened up minus 13. They're minus 13 and a half now. Wow.
4: We go from one blowout to another one. Speaking of running the ball, the New York football giants are giving up 170 rushing yards per game. They looked at the potato skins and said, Hey, whatever you can do, we can do worse. And now the Rams are going to bring Henderson in, who's been kind of the bell cow with the, the injury to, to Cam Akers. Malcolm Brown um, will be back. But Henderson's averaging 6.1 yards per carry his last two games. There's going to be a, not, a lot more running here. Uh, Jared Goff's been incredibly efficient. They got Cooper Cup, um, who's been you know his kind of go-to guy. And the Giants, I mean, God, they couldn't run the ball when they had Saquon Barkley. Now they don't have a running back that's worth even mentioning. Um, Jones has nobody to throw to. Like This is this is like a, a repeat of what I just talked about. This is a blowout. Maybe not quite as bad because I don't trust the Rams' offense as much as I do the Ravens, but the Rams still cover. I'm going to bet the Rams.
2: Yeah, I think it's a blowout, too. The only thing that the Giants are better at than the Rams is allowing yards. So I, I think that... The Rams are definitely going to win. I'm just always kind of scared when it's a two touchdown. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you can be up 17 and they kick a field goal and you push or you're up 20 and they score that late touchdown. I'm just going to lean um, the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. You Talk about efficiency. The number
0: one team in the NFL right now, as far as early down success rate, is the Rams. Uh, they are cooking, and I don't even know if we've seen their full potential yet. I think they're, I think they're still gelling. This is an incredibly dangerous team, but still, two touchdowns. Yeah, I, I got to lean them. I I almost bet them. I've been going back and forth on this one, but yeah, I'm just going to lean the ranks. Man, they look good. They look scary good. All right, the total in this one opened at 45 and a half, and it is 45, or 48 and a half. Excuse me, 48 and a half.
4: Um, so it moved three points. Uh, this one, I'm a little no, less. I, I fucked confident. that all up. It's 48. 48 is where it opened. 48 now. And- oh, okay, you said 45. I was like, looking at wow. the wrong cell. Yeah. Um, you know, unlike the potato skins, because you know, we we talk about hey, even if the rat the Ravens don't get the the points themselves, you just need Washington to score ten points. I don't trust the Giants to do that. This team's awful. Like so awful. I, I, I'm under. I, I ever so slight. I mean, it, the Rams are going to have to score so many points for this to get over. And I think they score a lot,
2: but I think it's asking too much. I, I like the under here. I'm slightly over. I, the one thing I, I, I do think that the Rams can get out ahead and then the second half will just be, let's just kill the clock, which is the one thing that you know has me kind of thinking the game can go under. But my, st- my, my, Excel sheet. The magic Excel says they go over by two points, so I'm just going to lean the over. Yeah, I'm leaning the under here. Just, it's right there. It's right
0: there. Yeah, just an, just an underplay. Fuck, it's so close. All right, next up we got the Patriots going to Kansas City. Uh, New England opened up plus seven. Looks like they're plus seven now. Maybe six and a
4: half. Oh, uh, we go from game of the week to probably game of the week. Um yeah, the the Chiefs are must see TV and now they got the hoodie coming in and you know they're two and one and, and I just don't know that we we know what they are yet. Uh Cam Newton wasn't particularly efficient last week. Um so They get James White back, so they they got that for him. um, But they haven't really been able to establish much of a running game. Uh, Cam Newton's been their best running back uh, so far, so I think they're still looking to figure out. They're waiting on. Damian Harris was brought off injured reserve, but I don't expect him to play either. So that, that brings us over to Kansas City, who just could not do anything wrong on Monday Night Football. Now they get the Patriots, who had the best defense last year, but they're not quite as efficient this year. I I like the Chiefs a lot here. Um, they're 20-6 and six, uh, at, against the spread. Or excuse me. New England is 20-6 against the spread as an underdog. So that kind of gives me a little pause. But th- th- that's all based on Tom Brady era. I like the Chiefs. I just don't know if I like them enough to – that is so. I'm just going to lean the Chiefs.
2: This this could be a, a letdown game, and I think you're going to see um, the hoodie's not going to give up on the run like Harbaugh. He's going to, you know, they're, right. they're one of the top rushing teams in the league right now, um, thanks to Cam Newton's legs and a wonderful game out of Sonny Michelle last week. The one thing that they've done is is control the clock, and I think that's exactly what you're going to see from. The the Patriots this week is they're they're going to run they're going to control the clock they're not going to give up on the run they're not going to chase points because Reed is not living in Belichick's head rent free mm-hmm. so I I think this is going to be a close game I expect you're going to see um, Belichick kind of mirror what the Chargers did to the Chiefs a couple weeks back and keep it close Chiefs win late field goal Patriots cover I uh, I'm going to bet the Ooh. New England Patriots I'm leaning the Patriots too plus the points catching seven. The hoodie
0: catching seven on the road, I'm almost always going to want a piece of it. But, yeah, it's, it's against the Chiefs. I can't bet it. So it's a, it's a lean for me on New England. If this was any other team, I would probably bet it. And two Panthers point. Yeah, it, the Patriots defense is definitely down. Whether they're one, two, three, four. They're fifth in the AFC, which will put them first in the NFC easily. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, so it's not they're not the most dominating defense, but, you know, they're still pretty good. And to that point, the total opened at 49. It's 46 now. Sorry, you I got that wrong. Right 54, screen? 54, 54, 52. I, have I was not. on 53. Yep. Yeah, I'm seeing 53. So, um, My import is not working. Though. I
2: think the CTE must be uh, you know, osmosis little. through the net. This is what happens <laughs> when you get a
0: free API from a sports book. Sometimes it's yeah, yeah. a little iffy.
2: All right, so I think' a max is putting the mojo on the show. that's what it is <laughs> yeah. oh, God.
4: um look it doesn't matter if it's fifty two fifty three fifty four um i I think this game's going over the both these teams can get into the high twenties um i mean you're, God, under fifty three i I can't see that in any way shape or form. I like the over
2: i I see exactly the opposite. I think Belichick knows that the way to win this game is to control the clock and keep the Kansas City offense off the field. That's his prescription for winning. That's what he's going to do. He's going to keep the scoring low, and this game is going to go under, and I am going to bet the under. You're going to bet the under. All right. I'm betting the under with a B. Not a lean, but a bet.
0: Letdown game, you said. It's also code for short week, (laughs) so there's not going to be that many wrinkles. I'm going to lean the under here as well. All right. plagiarist. <laughs> Buffalo's going to Las Vegas. The Bills open up minus three. They are minus three as they go to Panthers team. Don't let them tell you otherwise.
4: Yeah, you know, it was my, my little love affair with Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Um, they're still second fiddle. The Raiders moved to Vegas, so that just by default makes them my team. But, man, the Raiders are banged up. They they have no wide receiver like Hunter Renfro is like their only real healthy wide receiver so I expect um, Derek Carr's tunnel vision for Darren Waller to come into play again. Um, Waller should probably see a lot, probably double digit uh, targets. But look, I don't know what maybe we're talking about. I don't know if anybody else is talking about Josh Allen and these just these Buffalo Bills, but they're the real deal. They've got a better than average defense. Josh Allen's completing 71% of his passes. Stephon Diggs has been the difference maker. I mean, this guy has really opened up um the, the possibilities to spread the ball around and stretch the field. So Josh Allen has is really taken advantage here. Vegas returns home. They're 1-0 at home. They got that big win opening night. But, look, against Buffalo and with no wide receiver, because they're going to have to throw the ball. I love Josh Jacobs, but to keep up with Buffalo's offense, they're going to have to throw the ball. And I just don't think Carr has anybody to throw it to. And, and Waller can't do it all. So I'm going to bet the Buffalo Bills here.
2: Yeah, I think at some point the Buffalo Bills defense from last year is going to show up. They haven't really shown up yet. And this will be the week that they do show up. Josh Allen is uh, – uh, his name, the things that he's accomplishing, I know I talked about this last week, is what the names like Brady, Manning, Johnny Unitas, Patrick Mahomes. And when you think about those names and those are the kinds of things that Josh Allen has done through the first through three weeks of the year, this team's for real. I think they're one of uh, the teams that could challenge Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl so I I think the Raiders are banged up. They there's not really one thing you can point to them and say outside of Josh Jacobs this is what they do. But the Bills are good at stopping the run. They're going to stop what the the uh, the Raiders can do, and they're going to win and cover hmm. betting
0: the Bills. I wow I like all your points except you're wrong. The, the Raiders are going to cover this three. They're going to keep it a lot closer. The defense for Buffalo has actually been a hindrance for them right now. The, the defense is well below average. They need to show up. Whereas, you know, the Raiders, they're, they're not dominating, but they're, you know, the, their offense and defense is looking okay. They've had a harder schedule than Buffalo. So, well, maybe not harder, but you no, know, no, they've had a harder schedule than Buffalo. Now they look. So I'm going to, I'm going to bet the Raiders plus the three at home. Look at me. Back in the filthy fucking Raiders.
2: You're on an island. That's a hurt. That really has to hurt. Yeah, it so does. That means that you and I can chalk that one up as a lost Panther. Probably. <laughs> uh, this one opened up total-wise, 49 and a half, and it
0: bumped up to 52 and a half, <laughs> maybe even 53, depending on your book.
4: Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm seeing 53. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, you, look, I I like. I trust Buffalo to do their part. But without the Raiders having their full complement of wide receivers, um, I think that puts a lot of pressure on Jacobs, and it puts a lot of targets on Waller, which I love because Waller is on my fantasy team. But I just don't know if the Raiders can do their part to get there. So I'm going to lean the under here.
2: I guess I I expect Buffalo's defense is going to show up, uh, the defense that they had last year. They spent a lot of money on the defensive side of the ball in the off season. So I know that they expected the defense to perform better than it has so far. I'm going to bet the under, because I don't think they're going to get to 53
0: it scares the hell out of me. I had it under 49 and a half. And I, so obviously I've got it well under the 52 and a half. So it's under for me as well, another instance where I'm way off with what Vegas is selling. Uh, last game, Philadelphia is going to San Francisco. Uh, 49ers open up minus 5.5 they're minus 7.5 at Pinnacle 7 pretty much everywhere else
4: that line really surprises me um, I mean the Eagles have been bad but the 49ers have been injured uh, depleted they're, they're they're still banged up particularly at the running back position um, but some, so George Kittle returns so that's a big get uh, for San Francisco the Eagles are going to lose Doter so I, I look for Zach Ertz to get a lot of, um, touches and in the same situation as the Raiders, I mean, they are banged up at the wide receiver position. There's no Deshaun Jackson. There's no Alshon Jeffrey. Um, there's no Jalen Rager. So like Greg Ward is, is probably the go-to wide receiver here. And then a, a long, healthy dose of Miles Sanders. But, um, here's the interesting thing. San Francisco since 2014 is four 17 and two is a home favorite three, eight, and two under Shanahan. So they they have not actually played well against the spread at home um, in this so-called Shanahan, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo era. I don't think the, the Eagles are a touchdown worse than the 49ers, even as depleted as they are. So I'm going – I'm not going to bet it, though. I don't – God, it's the Eagles. I just don't trust them. I'm going <laughs>
2: to leave the Eagles. So Washington's defense sacked Mr. Wentz eight times. He's been sacked 11 times on the year. So they kind of cleaned that up in the last two games somewhat. He's also leading the league amongst the league leaders and throwing the ball to the other team and turning it over. I expect you're going to see the 49ers defense create all sorts of trouble for Mr. Carson Wentz and his woes in 2020 will continue. The only thing that the Eagles are better at than the 49ers is committing penalties. <laughs> that doesn't help them any at all. I think the 49ers win, and I think the 49ers cover. I just don't have enough margin of error. To oh. Bet the, okay, screw it. You're gonna pre- you're gonna do the Mad Max and put the peer pressure on me. I will bet the 49ers. Okay, okay.
4: God, all I did was make it. Oh, oh. Max,
2: Max has to rile me, and the arch just has to groan. <laughs> well, you know it was. It was real close for me. So the way I was he was almost- he was selling it
0: he was he was pulling a Mad Max. He was selling one side and then just at the last second, you know, pulled back on the stick and, and bailed out and said, "Yeah, it's I a can't lean.
2: do the twenty sec twenty minutes to a lean." So yeah. I'm-
0: <laughs> twenty minutes to a lean. I'm going to lean San Francisco here. I've got them winning. I've got them winning, but not quite by enough to cover that hook. So it's a lean for me on San Francisco. See, I didn't sell it. I just went right to it. Uh, this is this is terrifying to me. 43 is where the total opened. 45 is where it's at.
4: Yeah, and I'm actually even seeing 45 and a half at Caesars. So mm. um the Eagles have been outscored by 36 points in the second half. So they, they might be able to keep it close in the first half, but they are going to give up some points in the second half. Um Neither one of these defenses are elite. I know we, we kind of think the 49ers are, but I really don't think they are. So I think some points will get scored, even though the Eagles have been inept uh, on their offensive side. I'll lean the over.
2: Yeah, I I think some points are going to be scored as well in this game, mostly by the 49ers. And it's going to be right around 45. Mm -hmm. I have them slightly, slightly over. So I'm going to lean the over in the Eagles 49ers.
0: I can't pick a side. Going for the push. I, I cannot pick a side here. So I'm going to pull a rich. I'm going to say
2: push exactly 45. I think I saw that's plus 2200. Oh, there you go. Let's do it. I'm just kidding. Oh, shit. I have no idea what it is. If it was plus 2200, I'd probably bet it too. Yeah.
4: Cause so, it's, it's right if there. That line is accurate, it's 26 to 19s, so and I think they can get over that.
0: That's a, okay. That's a weird line. How <laughs> many games into 26? Right. Yeah. So I'll lean the, I'll push, push slash over. There we go. Push slash over. There we go. If I had, to, if you have to pick a side and that my friends is it every single game for Sunday, every single spread, every single total. Panther, what else do we need to talk about?
4: Uh, well, it's another big day at college football today. Um, and man, we, uh, there's some UFC today too. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of stuff going on on Saturday leading up to our NFL Sunday. Uh, I'm going to be busy with the, uh, my kid i finally haven't seen my kid like in a month so going out let's spend some time with my daughter but um usually we get the that is it i'm I'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it there's no max so rich that is it final words
2: yeah i'm looking forward to this day i got the preakness there's a ton of a ton of stakes racing today so if you're gonna do any horse racing betting this is a great weekend to do it the money pools are going to be fat Uh, I gave my my picks to Arch yesterday. You got the UFC tonight. We all know James rings that cash register. That's for sure. And then tomorrow we got the uh, NFL. Uh, And we also got this done in about a half an hour quicker than we normally do. So uh, whatever you do this weekend, let us know about it. Wherever you listen, give us the highest ranking you can. It pushes us up the search rankings and it brings more people to the show, which is our goal. And then... Make sure you tell your friends about us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. But whatever you do, make some money, Panther. Make some money, you freaking fools.
3: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.